Hey, this is Eddie. And this is Miguel. And welcome to the Guy Life Culture Podcast. Yes, we're doing something a little bit different because normally when you hear us, you're hearing us, right, in your car and it's yeah. pre-recorded, right? We take our time and record these episodes, but this time we're doing something way different. We are doing a live podcast. So we have Woo! a live the conversations and everything yes. that you know we get into yeah so today we're you know we're at a streaming party for your new single believe and we want to start off with that topic the difficulty of having to believe and the role that fear plays with one's belief you know it's very easy to say you know oh god has a calling for you you're going to be a b c d or whatever believe in that calling it's not that easy because once you start thinking about that calling and what it's going to take for you to have to do it and execute it, all of a sudden you get all these fears that start trickling in. You're not good enough. You don't know how to talk. You're so young. You're so old. You're so tall. You're so short. And it's like the, the, the most things that don't even make sense start to fester and grow in your mind and grow in your heart. And what it does is that it begins to discourage you and build a wall between you and God where you can no longer see him and have confidence in that, man, that's where I have to believe in. If God said it, then it's possible for me to do it. And it's one of those things in this walk that is so much more easier said than done. It is easy to say, I believe. It is easier to say, you know, I believe in that promise you've given me. But once it takes time and energy to actually have to put the effort into it, that's where the going gets tough. Yeah, because I think it's one thing for you to say, I believe, right? And then it's another thing for everything you do to match that. Yeah. Your lifestyle, your actions, right? The way you speak, the way you move, yep. right? So this is something that goes beyond words where it's not just like, yeah, God, I believe you can do it. I believe. But then that moment that doubt comes, you just give in. Or the moment, you know, that fear comes, you give in to that fear. You don't really execute what God has given you to do. Yeah. And I think, you know, we all can be a witness that fear paralyzes, yeah. fear cripples us, fear keeps us, you know, from reaching certain things. And just, you know, getting off the spiritual level, just in our secular lives. Yeah. How many times, you know, do we encounter people or even ourselves where it's like we don't do certain things or we don't go for certain opportunities or positions in our jobs, right? Or things like that because of fear. And I think it's time that we just analyze that. And it's almost like, you know, that war between fear and believing, you know, doubt and believing. Do I really believe this or are these just empty words because it's what I've been taught or ingrained in my mind to say? You know, do you feel that sense of obligation like I have to believe? Or is it almost like, no, in my heart, I really do believe. Yeah. And you know, this is a topic that we speak from from experience. If you were to go and pick up a dictionary from 15 years ago and look up the word fear or timid, it was a picture of me. A lot of people won't believe it that 15 years ago, Eddie was quiet, Eddie was reserved, Eddie didn't speak, Eddie was afraid of his own shadow. Yes, 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 and yes. You know, I was a kid that grew up in a church and in a home where, you know, I wasn't encouraged or pushed forward or given words of encouragement or told that I can be this or I can be that or whatever. And I believed all those things that the enemy had put in my mind. You know, no, you cannot speak. 
No, you cannot be of use to the church. No, you cannot be of a blessing to your friends or your family or to anything. And I let those things grow in me. And it wasn't until the age of 18 when God gave me a ministry and just threw me out there. You know how we hear in the stories uh, when people learn how to swim? You know, they had an uncle that just threw them into the pool. And was like, all right, you got to figure it out. You know, God had to do that with me. I needed that shock in order to shake it off. And I'm still working through it. Because, you know, I went from not having a voice to having too loud of a voice. And then having the, okay, now you got to reel it back. And now you got to, you know, use that with wisdom. Um, so it is possible. You know, we're speaking from experiences where we were there. We're still there. There are things that maybe God has called upon our lives that you're going to be A, B, and C. And we're like, oh, God, chill, you know, wait a couple of years for that or whatever. Because, you know, no matter how old you get, you know, there's still things that make you nervous or make you scared. But once you believe in that promise and that word from God... There's nothing that can throw you down. Yeah, and I think it's, you know, I like what you said when you said that, you know, you're speaking from a place where you know, you yeah. know, what you're talking about, what you speak of, right? Okay. So, um, now it's, something, yeah, it's something that I think is so important that when you speak, having that, you know, conviction, I know what I'm actually talking about because I've lived it. Yeah. You know, in the song, Believe, um, the lyrics came about, yes, it was, you know, with me just kind of in my own feelings, but for a while, in that there were so many different people around me that I felt were going through so many different things at once. You know, certain, you know, friends of mine, family members, where the thing they all had in common was having to believe when things got tough. You know, um, having a friend going through a crazy experience and just having to deal with that day to day, you know, and realizing like, that's, it's, it's crazy, it's intense. And then having a family member all of a sudden is fine and then get diagnosed with cancer. Right. And you're just like, like what? why, why yeah. now? And then you, know, you have another family member and then they have a child and the child comes out with you know, um, an, an issue and you know, the doctors are saying, well, there's hope. No, there's no hope, abort the baby. They have the baby, yes, there's yes. life there. The baby's doing well, no, no, the baby's not gonna make it. We're giving it, and the baby's now going home. And, and it's almost like this, you know, all these different things happening, right? And you're just like, God, you know, what are you teaching us in these moments? Like, what do we do? You know, it's so easy when things are going great in our lives, but what happens when we're in that place where things are unfair, yeah. when things are unjust? You know, no one asked to have cancer, right? No one asked, right, to give birth, you know, to a baby with an issue, you know? And just this week, just hearing of another issue of a mom, you know, who um, did this baby, you know, reveal that she was pregnant in front of her church, you know, um, we were there present when that happened. And then just to find out a few months later, after finding out the gender of the baby and all of that, that she had to deliver a stillborn baby, right? Her first child, right? First baby, so happy. They've been married about two, three years. And you just wonder, like, God, why? You know, and it's in those moments, even within other people's lives and other experiences, right, where we can be strengthened and be like, God, just, you know, help me believe. Mm -hmm. Help them believe. And sometimes it takes for you to get out of yourself yeah. and see what other people are going through to be like, God, we really, really need you. Yeah. Amen. You know, and that's the toughest part of this walk, believing. But the flip side to that is that once you make it to the other side and you see how God took you from a, from a timid person that was afraid of their own voice to someone who's on a podcast and you can't shut them up. 
you know, that's God glorifying himself. You know, for me to be a Sunday school teacher is something that I would have never thought about in a million years. And I love it. You know, when I see people that were going through sicknesses and we see how God has healed them. When you see people that have been going through emotional stresses and how God has lifted them up. And now they're joyful and they're excited to live and they're working and they're living and they're just loving life. That's God. That's a miracle. You know, we may not be seeing miracles like we used to back in the day, and that's a whole different subject, and we'll put that on another podcast, but there are miracles constantly happening in our lives, in our friends' lives. The fact that you guys are here today is a miracle in and of itself, because there's people that didn't wake up this morning. There are people that didn't make it here, that were trying to go somewhere, they had plans for a party or a meetup, we're going to go catch a movie, and they didn't make it, but you made it. The fact that you're breathing, you're not here in a wheelchair, you're not even coming here with stilts or those things that you put under your arms or whatever, that is a miracle. And for that, you should be thankful for it. So even if, crutches, thank you. So even, <laughs> even if everything around you is falling apart, the fact that you still have breath means that you still have hope. And you just have to believe in that and it will all work out. Amen. Amen. So moral of the story, let's kill fear. Yeah. Let fear die in our lives, and let's believe. Yeah. However that looks like, whatever you got to do to make it happen, let's believe. Yeah. All right, I have a question for you guys. How many of you enjoyed this discussion? I want to close this off by saying that feel free to have these type of discussions with your friends, with your family, with your churches, you know, go back home and take this type of conversation with you. Because that is something that is missing in our churches today. We're not having real conversations, and that's a problem. So be free if you see someone who's down, if you see someone who God gave them a word and you're not really seeing anything happen with that, feel free to go up to them and be like, hey, you know, is everything okay? Like, no. That's a problem that a lot of our churches have. That they try to encourage people and what you're really doing is knocking them down. No, go up to them with love and with wisdom. Hey, I noticed that A, B, and C, is everything okay? Lift them up and bring them to the other side. Yes, so thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you to our live audience for being so good. And you can follow us at God Likes Culture Podcast on Instagram. You can send us an email at GodLikesCulture at gmail.com. And um, stay tuned for more. Yeah, so until next time. See ya. Bye. Bye.